Good morning, everybody, and thank you for being here today. Get your Bible, if you will, and turn with me to the 110th Psalm, Psalm 110. We started there today, anew, and go ahead and like and share the post, if you will. And as you're doing that, let me give you a little bit of a um, background uh, of this psalm, and uh, it is a uh, marvelous psalm. It is a one-of-a-kind psalm, and um, I'm not going to dig into all of it, but a couple of things I do think you need to know uh, to really appreciate and uh, understand uh, what David writes here, and there is no question that David uh, wrote the psalm, and part of the reason is uh, for that is that Jesus quotes this psalm uh, during his earthly ministry and attributes it to David. So uh, Jesus said it was from David, so that's good enough for me. Uh, what we don't know is when or uh, what the circumstances were uh, that he wrote. Uh, but this psalm, again, is a uh, one of a kind uh, in that it is a messianic psalm. And I've said that several times uh, as we have come through uh, the psalms. But uh, all the other times that we've talked about a, uh, a psalm being uh, messianic, um, it was a reference, it was symbolic, um, it, it, um, you know, it, it made reference to an earthly king that we see can make a comparison to an earthly king uh, or to Christ. Um, but this psalm, this psalm is specifically uh, about the Messiah. It is only about the Messiah. Um, it is clear that it is about the Messiah. There's no uh, question. It's just a matter really of understanding uh, what uh, is actually uh, written. It is uh, the uh, most quoted uh, psalm. Uh, that uh, from the New Testament. Uh, it is mentioned in uh, quite a few uh, of the New Testament books. And as I said earlier, it is uh, referenced by Jesus himself. Uh, and so, again, it's extremely important to understand, again, that David uh, did write this psalm because uh, as we uh, understand that, we're going to immediately, uh, the, we're going to look at the, just the first verse today. Uh, and really the first verse is going to break into three pieces for us. And it's pretty obvious uh, when you look at it, uh, again, where the punctuation is and uh, the reading of the psalm, that there's three, uh, th three real statements, I guess you'd say, uh, in uh, this psalm. And uh, it, it's critical for us to understand uh, the first statement, and that is, the Lord said unto my Lord. Uh, that is a, seems like a little bit of an odd statement, is God uh, talking to himself. The Lord uh, said unto the Lord. Uh, and so that, that is, again, the, the critical piece of, uh, of understanding this psalm and uh, placing uh, both deity and uh, humanity on Jesus Christ. Uh, it is, uh, this verse is really uh, one of the most uh, profound, deep, 
theological verses in the entire um, Old Testament uh, as he uh, David here is going to uh, name Jesus, uh, prophesy of Jesus uh, as the Messiah, uh, and also claim him uh, as Lord. Uh, and so as the Holy Spirit inspired David uh, to write these words, the Lord said unto my Lord, uh, what in the world does that mean? Um, well, David uh, is um, the best way to put it, I think, would be it's almost as if David is an audience here uh, in a conversation between the Father and the Son. And the Lord said unto my Lord. Uh, and so we have the Lord Jehovah uh, here uh, speaking to the Lord Adonai. Um, and Adonai is a, um, it refers to the Son, uh, and Lord, the first Lord being Jehovah, refers to the Father. And so David here is an audience, and he hears the Father say to the Son. And, he had, and then David calls them both Lord. Uh, and so David does something there extremely uh, important for us. He uh, ascribes deity to both the Father and the Son um, by, by that statement. The Father said to the Son, um, who is my Lord. Uh, and so David uh, says that the Father and the Son uh, are both deity. They are both uh, gods. Uh, and then by saying that the Lord said unto my Lord, uh, he is also saying uh, that uh, the Lord, the Son, he's mentioning here uh, the humanity, uh, that Jesus would be taking on flesh and ruling uh, as the Messiah. Uh, and so he is, um, th those, that handful of words, again, as I said, is, is extremely uh, deep in theology, extremely uh, profound. Uh, God had told David uh, that the Messiah, if you go back to 2 Samuel, uh, he had promised uh, David that the Messiah would be one of his uh, descendants. Uh, but then when Christ came, that was one of the arguments that the Pharisees used uh, to say that Jesus couldn't uh, be the Messiah uh, because he uh, was David's son, uh, just a man. Uh, and when they did that, when they made that accusation or made that claim, uh, we see in Matthew chapter 22, uh, verse 43, um, Jesus says, uh, he says unto them, How then doth David in spirit call him Lord, saying, The Lord said unto my Lord. Uh, and so Jesus goes back and says, Wait a minute, how then uh, are you questioning David? Uh, and so really when you think about it here, what we have is we have the entire Trinity uh, in, in those few words. The Spirit, uh, Jesus said, uh, led David uh, to say, The Lord said unto my Lord. The Spirit led David to say, the Father said to the Son. Uh, and so uh, Jesus is using this verse, and, and the Pharisees basically drop uh, the argument at this point uh, because they're not going to 
they're not going to argue with David. They're not going to dispute David or uh, quarrel with David, the great, uh, great king that he was, the great uh, ancestor that they were so uh, proud of. And so David says uh, that um, the son, uh, the son of David would ultimately be uh, his Lord. Uh, and so he is again uh, claiming and, and uh, ascribing here uh, deity uh, to the Son, to the Messiah. Uh, and so, uh, and, and again, that, that's an extremely important uh, point uh, because then that makes him uh, the only sacrifice worthy uh, of dying for our sins. Uh, and so, uh, as David, uh, Jesus says in uh, in Revelation, he is the the offspring, the root uh, of David. Uh, and so, um, he's the root and the offspring. Uh, and so, uh, as he became man, he became God in the flesh. Uh, so that he could walk this earth and be tempted uh, and ultimately crucified uh, for our sin. And only uh, the Messiah uh, could do that. Only the perfect lamb, the spotless lamb, uh, could die for our sins. And so this, uh, that little brief statement is loaded with theology for us to uh, really, to, to just, uh, to, to be overjoyed by, quite honestly. Uh, I hope you see the, the basis for, uh, for praise in that statement, that uh, we have a Savior uh, who took on the flesh, who came to earth uh, to die for our sins. Uh, and so he says, the Lord said unto the Lord, sit thou at my right hand. Uh, and so the, the next statement in this uh, powerful uh, opening verse is that uh, David then writes down these th this prophetic word uh, of the father saying to the son, uh, sit at my right hand. Well, that should really make it clear what's going on here because um, we know that the Bible teaches that uh, when Jesus finished his earthly uh, ministry, that he sat down at the right hand of the father. So it really makes it uh, clear uh, I think that statement added to it makes it extremely clear uh, who he's talking about, that uh, that the son uh, is going uh, and sitting at the right hand uh, of the father, uh, that he is sitting there uh, to rule at, in that place of honor, in that place of authority. And he says, sit here at the right hand uh, until... Uh, I make thy enemies uh, a, a footstool. Uh, and so the father says to the son, sit at my right hand until the day that we, uh, that you defeat your, your enemies. Uh, and the day is coming uh, when Jesus Christ is going to come. And he's going to come, uh, and there's going to be a great battle. And death, hell, the grave, sin, is Satan is going to be defeated. Uh, they're going to be uh, defeated and cast into a, uh, a lake of fire. And so uh, this verse is a... Uh, is a great promise to us uh, of, uh, of who Jesus is. Uh, it's a great word, great promise uh, of who Jesus is, uh, where Jesus is, uh, and the plan uh, that, uh, that Jesus, uh, Jesus has. Um, and 
uh, it answers the question. You know, Jesus uh, asked several times, uh, who, who do you say I am? Who does man say I am? What do you think of Jesus? Uh, he asked that question. Uh, well, this, this statement answers it. Uh, this verse answers for us who he is. He is the Son of God uh, who came to this earth in the flesh, uh, took on the uh, the robe of humanity, uh, that he could die for our sins, uh, save us and cleanse us, uh, and the day will come uh, when he will come and, and defeat his enemies, uh, and he will rule and reign uh, forever uh, with his people. Uh, my friend this morning, if that doesn't encourage you, uh, if that doesn't put a little, uh, make your heart uh, pump a little faster. If that doesn't uh, put a little joy in your heart, uh, I would ask you uh, today if you really know him as your Savior, to be quite honest, uh, because uh, when we look at that verse, again, it sums up. There's so much uh, so much theology about Jesus Christ in that statement, uh, that the Son of God himself took on flesh, uh, came to this earth to be tempted, uh, just like you and I, overcame that temptation, died as a spotless lamb and is now waiting on the word of his father to say, go get my children. Uh, and that's what we're waiting for. Uh, and so today I hope you know uh, Jesus Christ personally. And if you do, uh, this verse should uh, put a little spring in your step today. Uh, and if you don't, uh, if you don't know him personally, I wish you'd reach out to me and let me talk with you uh, and tell you how you can know him uh, as Savior, how you can know uh, this Lord uh, that David talks about, this King of Kings uh, and Lord of Lords that came to an earth to die and to save you uh, from your sin. All right. I hope that encourages you today. I hope that challenges you. hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you back here uh, first thing tomorrow morning.